as we look forward to Alias's eighth official birthday and as I head into my seventh year, seventh year of being officially retired from the entertainment industry, today I want to talk to you about something that has had a huge impact on my business, both in the marketing industry and the entertainment industry over the last 20 years. Is how to market your business as an owner and entrepreneur unclear and difficult to understand? Welcome to the Alias Marketing and Design Podcast. The podcast created to help you as a business owner and entrepreneur. Market and grow your business online. Here's your host, me, Ian Connery, owner and founder of Alias Marketing and Design. Yes, welcome to the Alias Marketing and Design podcast, how I created a marketing and design agency on 89 cents. Strange, long, drawn-out title, but anyone who has listened to our first few episodes will be very aware of how February is always a bit of a strange and both an important time in my life. We have four birthdays in our house around this time. My brother, my wife, my mother, my beautiful daughter, who's celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday. But February and March also marks two milestones in my life, in my business life, where, well, one on a poignant note, after playing a huge part of my life for so many years and after more than 20 years, I suppose, from great crack, great success, amazing times, making great friends, I retired officially from DJing. And also, on a more positive note, February and March marks the foundation, officially, of Alias Marketing and Design back in 2013, during some very difficult, I suppose, if I'm honest, circumstances in my life. So, because of the time of year that it is, and the relevance that sequencing has had to me both in marketing and my time in the entertainment industry, I want to talk to you today about the impact of sequencing. So the idea for today's show came from a few days back when I was scanning through my podcast ideas board in Trello, and I noticed an episode from the Lewis Howe School of Greatness show with Patrick Bet-David that I bookmarked. And one of Patrick's main philosophies on the key to success is sequencing. The moment I heard this, I was like, yes, I've been using this for years. It brought me back to the days of DJing and this technique that I used to use all the time with great effect. So the fact that today marks or February marks the seventh year of me retiring from DJing, we're heading into Alias's eighth birthday. I said, I got to do this show on sequencing. So anybody who uh, 
has worked with DJs who, uh, I suppose DJs get a bit of a bad rep or a bit of a bad rap when it comes to uh, their talents. And many people, there's a running joke about DJs where it's just a matter of pushing buttons. It's dead easy. You just turn up, push a few buttons, have a few beers. Everybody gets up and dances. You collect your check and you head off. But of course, this is not the case. All great DJs who can entertain any crowd use sequencing where they're thinking four or five songs, four or five moves ahead to get the crowd to a particular feeling to reach a certain atmosphere for maximum impact in the room on the night. Suppose, think of it this way. 95% of DJs in the same genre will have the same bag of records, which they all know are really popular. Some DJs are good. Some DJs are great. But what makes and what differentiates a good DJ from a great DJ? It's the sequence of how the tunes are played. The sequence of how the tunes are played basically determine how the crowd reacts, how the night goes, and ultimately the success of the DJ on the night. So in entertainment, sequencing is key for maximum impact to reach that crescendo, to leave the audience on a high and wanting more, and to hit that huge, massive finale. So in the day-to-day operations of Alias, although we're not entertaining hundreds or thousands of people, the concept of sequencing is still very much applicable. And it's a concept that I continually speak with clients, particularly startups, with regard to their branding and to getting started online. So let's look at a very, very basic example of the importance of sequencing. Client comes to me looking for a website. In my opinion, the best practice before you can build their website is to nail down their logo. Their logo will ultimately dictate the look, the feel of their brand going forward, and of course, the look and the feel of their website. Next, you got to consider the future marketing purposes of the website. Is the website purely for reference? as an online brochure, or are they going to be running SEO or Google ads campaigns? If so, they got to start now going as granular as possible to optimize for the future, such as, for instance, optimizing your images, your image file names inside Photoshop, optimizing the on-page content to build great foundations for all these future marketing SEO or Google Ads campaigns and to ensure the success of these future marketing campaigns. If, I mean, they don't take these steps at the beginning, down the road, when they decide to hire an agency or come back to us for SEO or to run Google Ads campaigns, the first thing we're going to look at in their entire business or indeed any agency or any freelancer, whoever's 
running their campaigns for them will be their website. Is their website optimized for SEO or is it optimized to run ad campaigns to? I know there's like, I mean, of course, other steps in the sequence of building a website. This is an example of how not looking down the line and omitting these or omitting these tasks in the sequence can affect the business's marketing success in the future. I mean, another example, something, I mean, we see it all the time. We see the importance of sequencing almost every day in Alias, particularly pre-COVID when we were doing a lot of printing. Alias's three core sections of the business are marketing, design, and print. So for instance, client comes to us and wants a brochure created or created and printed for date X. So in order to have the brochure landed in the client's lap for date X, the sequence starts as follows. So firstly, the sequence starts with a marketing campaign and we basically examine a few different questions. Who are your audience? How will you reach them? What are you motivating your readers to do? What's your message? What's your desired action you want them to take? I mean, first of all, we might even look at, do they even have a print-ready logo to use? Does this need to be designed before we even start looking at designing the brochure? We also look at, what's your offer? So once all this is nailed down, discuss with the client, you move on to the design. Many people start with design first. Anything we do, we always design on content first. In my opinion, this works the best. But definitely it works the best to be designing anything based on the content as opposed to designing something that looks great and then trying to squeeze the content into it after. But that's a, <laughs> that's a topic for another episode. So once we've kind of nailed down and examined the marketing concept, examine the marketing questions and the marketing goals, we start to design the brochure. So at this stage, we're looking down the tracks. We're thinking as well, is there going to be any revisions? Will this add any extra time? Design is completed. It's sent to print. Brochures are printed. Is there going to be any sort of production delays here? Do we have to factor this in? Once it's printed, brochures are then given to the career company where the brochure is finally delivered to the client. Now, if we look at this sequence, you mismanage any part of the sequence or you have a weak link, courier doesn't care, courier turns up late, bad production team, bad production process, um, you know, errors in your artwork. It's all going to delay the final product and or mess up and delay the product get into the lap of the client for a particular date for them to launch their marketing campaign. So another example of sequencing, and it's something that we use all the time, particularly with regard to Google Ads, where we essentially test a campaign before we even start working on the campaign. We've had an occasion where a client will come to us with a great idea. We genuinely think it's a great product It'll solve a problem and it should have huge demand from their customers. We say, yes, we're on board. 
We'd love to get involved with the project. Client says, super, yeah. Great stuff. Let's go. We want to run a Google search ads campaign. And this has happened on many occasions. At this point, I always just say, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stop from experience, particularly with Google search campaigns. We see what the client thinks people search for and what people are actually searching for and will generate revenue are greatly different. However, this has happened on a few occasions also, particularly recently with COVID. What we'll see also is that people aren't even searching online. So there's actually no demand for this product that on first glance, I think is brilliant. Our client, of course, thinks is fantastic. But when we actually do some keyword research, do some analysis on the market, we actually find there's no demand on Google search for the product. So in theory, running a Google search ads campaign is just totally worthless. So in this case, performing the keyword research as step one in the sequence greatly impacts the success of the marketing campaign and changes the entire requirements from our point of view of the campaign. So in any project I manage or get involved with, this is how I'm thinking. I'm always four to five steps ahead to A, foresee any possible hiccup or potential bad decisions and to be in a position to make adjustments to get the project back on track and B, ultimately complete the tasks in the optimal order to achieve the big result. So sequencing, step back, have a look down the road to ensure you're choosing the optimal order sequence of the tasks to be completed for immense impact and to ensure marketing and business success. I hope, as always, this episode has been super helpful and valuable to you and your business life. If you want to get in touch, feel free to reach out via our social channels, details of which will be in the show notes below this episode. I've been Ian Connery. This has been the Alias Marketing and Design Podcast. We'll talk to you real soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.